Welcome to Friendly Competition, a podcast to discover the best of all time. I'm Nick Carey, alongside my co-host and best friend, Cody Lena. We discuss various pop culture topics and narrow it down to truly the best of all time. Or as we like to call it, the boat. Before anyone set foot on the boat, we put them into a Sweet 16-style tournament. We argue each round until we decide a winner. Nick, what criteria do we use when we decide who steps foot on the boat? Whatever the hell we want, Cody. You want to tell them what we're talking about this season? Absolutely. We've got another fan-submitted season. Y'all really did not want us to talk about Vomit again. This one is from Carl. He reached out and he wants us to figure out what is the best place to have like a road trip, friend trip during the summertime, basically. Yeah, exactly. So here we are. We're closing in. It's, you know, we're it's May time. We're thinking about our summers. What do we want to do? Where do we want to go? And Carl our beach body's in. right. We're out there grinding on it. Exactly. And so Carl came in and was like, yo, why don't I just help you all out? And so we have here in group A, we got the number one seed. Now, once again, Carl gave us the list. This is not his rankings. We sent it to our bracketologist and they kicked it back to us with an interesting number one seed here, folks. We have the number one seed hunting and fishing trip going up against 16 seed national monument. And then we have in the next matchup, we'll have the eight seed, a shopping trip going up against the nine seed theme park. Cody, where do you want to begin? We'll start at the top. How about that? Nick, if you, it's wild, right? I'm going to give you two scenarios and you tell me which one you like more. Cause I'll tell you mine hunting and fishing trip. Someone comes and proposes that to you or someone proposes we're just going to get drunk next to a lake daily for a few days. They, they the are, same, yes. It's the same fucking thing. But if you ask me to go hunting or fishing, I'm going to say no to your face <laughs> immediately. But if yeah. you give me the option of, hey, we want to go drink this case of beer by a lake, and then we're going to do that every day for three days, I'll be like, I do. I'm in. All in. Let's go. Let's ride. Yeah. But if you tell me, hey, man, you want to go fishing? No, nah, man, I'm good. Thanks. Nick, I'm going to tell you a secret. All right? Yeah. Everyone else doesn't. I just, I kind of, I don't like touching fish. They're slimy and gross and. Kind of freak me out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's the, uh, well, A, it's the, I, I wouldn't even, I don't even know if it's the sliminess of it, Cody, as much as feeling the tangible fear within an animal <laughs> as it's writhing for its life because it's dying and knows that there's nothing it can do except contort its body and maybe hopefully get back to where it came from once it came. That might be what you're reacting to. <laughs> you think, you think that's maybe, it? I don't know. And also I just want to be clear about something here. I'm not like, and I don't, and I don't want to speak for Cody, but I think we're probably close to the same spot on this. Uh, we're, we grew up in South Dakota. We are not against hunting or fishing, especially if you're out there cooking what you catch or, you know, killing, eating what you kill. It's all good. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. One time I did grab a fish and it did cut my hand really bad with one of its fins. I don't know what type of fish it was, but apparently there's a fish that does that and I was not warned. So now I am a little trapped around fish. I, I'm like, I don't know which one's strapped up. You know what I'm saying? Like one's going to pull it out on me and use it. And I don't want that. It feels like someone should have told you like, hey, by the way, um, in this lake, there are blade fish and we might, you might catch a blade fish. So you got to be real careful. And when you pulled up the fish, someone really should be like, Hey, that's a blade fish. No one did that. And you, it was my, I, you know, who I know who didn't do it. It was my dad. I've never been fishing with anyone besides my dad. My dad probably <laughs> saw this as a learning opportunity for me to learn that some fish are going to fucking cut you. But instead of learning to be safer on the fish, I just went to this, the next step, which is, Oh, I guess I'll never touch a fish Yeah, because well, any also, fish could cut me. I also don't understand the lesson in that. Like you for sure got cut. And then that's all you have. You have no idea of what this fish looks like. You couldn't, if I asked you to describe this fish, you would say, I don't, it looks like a fish. Yeah. You know, fish like that, but with a blade fit. <laughs> this one will fucking cut you, dude. Yeah. I'm it's pretty like, sure no, I mean, like said- coloration. Did it have like rainbow striping or I, bro? It cut me. I wasn't paying attention. It's like, it's like when someone, you know, gets mugged 
and the police are like, can you give us an accurate detail of the person? Oh, you mean the person who stabbed me? I can give you an, I can give you an accurate detail of the knife. I can describe the knife in detail. Is that going to help you? Is that pointy. anything? It was real pointy, real stabby-like. Yeah. Oh, then you have National Monument. Here's the thing. I, I like the juxtaposition of these. You know, I bring a gun to one. I'm just having a great weekend. But bring a gun to another. I'm a national terrorist? Who makes what? these decisions? Yeah, it, it seems so arbitrary. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? Oh, I just man. like the juxtaposition of it. I just, it was like, it was the only one that was like, if hunting was paired with anything else, if the bringing a gun joke doesn't really work, this one was fun. I, I get it. I guess anyway, it kind of would work as but here's, part too. Dude, here's what I love. I love these national monuments. Like I, for a while, we grew, you know, once again, we're, we're from South Dakota. We grew up in the shadow of Mount Rushmore. Hated it for the longest time. Fucking hate that place. And then I got older and then I went and saw the St. Louis Arch. And goddamn, if it didn't like kind of bring me to tears, just thinking about the man hours, the labor, like what it stands for. This is, this is the gateway of America, man. And then when I went back and saw Mount Rushmore, I was like, dude, people were just out here fucking being artists with dynamite on a fucking rock face. And now <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty wild. It is definitely impressive to see when you're in person. Yes. When you like can step back and kind of think about the, what it took to make. Now, can we argue that we definitely took land from indigenous people to then make a monument to slavers? We can, yeah, a hundred percent for yeah, sure. Easy. And, and that's not a hard argument to make. Nope. Uh, that's just a fact actually. But, <laughs> but the, I like these national monuments that we've kind of picked and scattered across the country. I think we kind of did a good job. Like as far as like good old propaganda for the USA goes. Yeah. I think they nailed it. Oh, for sure. It it. There's no question. We uh, were top, top 10 in the world at uh, propaganda monuments. We nailed them. Yeah. So here's, but here's the thing. Okay. So we're talking about summer trips, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's all of it, right? You, you got to drive, it, you got to stay. The issue I have with the national monument in this sense, once you bring everything into it, once you see it, you've saw it's, it's done. Yeah. I can only got- bask the mar and marvel at this stuff for, you know, 20 minutes tops. I mean, you do, you do the 30 minute little, little video that they all have. They all got like a little movie theater that they, and with a movie that they made in 1991 and have not updated since. And then why didn't you, you know, well, first of all, you don't need to update it when it's that good. Well, right. History I mean, never changes, Nick. Exactly. <laughs> the story doesn't change. So why, why update to HD graphics even, you know? No, fuck that. Lip syncing no audio up. No. Yeah. Who needs that? Who cares that the introduction is by George Bush, the first one, not the second one. The one that you forget, you're like, fuck, there were two of them, weren't there? (laughs) Fuck, that's crazy. I always forget there were two of them. Damn, that's wild. I think it's really appropriate that the the solo tour that you put in your earbuds is narrated by Bill Cosby. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. Who doesn't love here? Who doesn't want that voice whispering in their ear? You know? And so I think like, so you're right. But that's, and that's where I, that's where I'm getting at. Like hunting and fishing. Now here's the thing though. Hunting and fishing, though, and, and you and I, once again, we I can I think I can speak about this, have done this very few times. So I don't really know what it's like to come back and have nothing to show for it. And do I feel like at the end of the day, it was still worth it? Yeah. Like if you come back with no fish, if you come back with no, I don't know what you kill in the summer. I don't know. But Some either way, bird, bird stuff, I guess. Bird, mm-hmm. probably. See, but the, see, and this is the other part though with hunting. Not not as much fishing as much as hunting, though, because hunting does have the like, all right, man, we're going to pack all of our gear. We're going to get a tent and we're going to, you know, we'll stay outside. And then we're going to wake up at four in the morning, right at right before the birds are chirping. 
And all we all we have is the night. The sun's barely coming up over. Got a nice uh, foggy, dewy. And then that's and we're going to sit there for a long time and hope we see something. And that's nothing but you, me and the sound of us cracking open these cold cans of Bud Heavy. (laughs) I'm good, dude. I don't want that. (laughs) I will give it. All right. I'm going to lock in National Monument just because I mean, it's beautiful and all that stuff but i do like when i go hunting and fishing i i know what to wear there's no question in my mind like fashion choices you know and fa- as you know anyone who knows me fashion is very important yes oh always gotta look his best all right we'll move national monument on our right, and next up we have a shopping trip going up against theme park cody where do you want to shop talk to me about talk to me about when cody wants to shop cody wants to go out he wants to He's got a little, he's got a little extra money in his pocket. He's got a little, he's got a little, he's got a little change. Now he wants to go get something and he wants to make, he wants to make an excursion out of it. Where are we going and what are we getting? All right. I mean, obviously if you're in Sioux Falls and you're going to make a trip to go shopping, we're heading up to the cities, baby. We got to go to that mall of America. We got to get to the Nike store. We got to go to that one store that sells everything for like $2. That's a weird thing. (laughs) Just be a dollar store. Just be, no, the the quality, it's double the quality. You jump up (laughs) to two bucks. You can tell, you can tell the difference between a dollar a dollar item and a two dollar item. I'm telling you right now. Every time, <laughs> every time you, I could play this game and win a hundred percent of the time. You put in front of me a two dollar item and a dollar item, ain't even a question, bro. Exactly. Even... But I think, I think this is actually what Carl was talking about because his specific email said places where you travel like four or five hours to get to, and that's uh, from Sioux Falls, where I know he lives. That's Minneapolis, baby. That's where we're going. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Have you ever taken a shopping trip with friends? Is that something you've ever done? I don't think, I don't think if one of my friends had money, we never had money at like the same time. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, there was never, the closest that we ever came was going up from South Dakota to the cities, but we did that for gambling. And then the first night, everyone kind of hit. So then we were spending a little bit of money at the, at the old mall of America. But then the next two nights we did not hit and we were all very poor. Uh, <laughs> so that kind of changed the flavor and the vibe of just balling out at the mall of America. See, and here's my thing. If like, I've never, I don't think I've ever truly done like a shopping trip because, you know, once again, growing up, didn't have a lot of money. So I don't ever know how much is enough to spend. Like, yeah, that's weird too. Cause growing up, we again, didn't have a lot of money. I remember the only, the only vacation quotes that I remember taking as a family is we went from Rapid City, we drove up to Minnesota, and we went to the Mall of America. Now, the problem is we're at the Mall of America, and it's great, and everyone's having a good time, vibing. We don't got no money, and I can't buy anything. I think I got one shirt, which is fine. My parents scrimped and saved to give me that shirt. But the issue is you did go to, like, a monument of capitalism, and we're not able to partake in capitalism. And I'm always, like, no matter what, even if, even if let's say, I set myself, like, a budget. If I'm like, you know what, Nick, last year went well for you. You did, you, you made some coin. You, you stifled some pennies away. You got a thousand dollars, big guy. You just go blow it. Go blow that. Go blow that thousand bucks. Here's my problem though. is especially like, let's say I'm at the mall of America. I am the person that like, I would go into one store and be like, damn. Okay. I've always wanted that rare war Greymon p- card, that Digimon card, right? Foil holographic i fucking want it and i'm like damn that's 300 bucks okay okay i got 300 bucks i told myself i could spend a thousand bucks okay let's do this but then right before i buy it i'm like i should go check another store though just to make sure there's nothing else that i want and then i end up in an internal state of anxiety over how am i going to spend this thousand and what will i be missing out on if i don't if i spend this thousand if i only buy this and not that so then i'm just sitting at a cinnabon crying which let's be fair 
everyone is. Yeah, we all end up at a Cinnabon crying. That's part of the vacation. Even if you meant, even if you thought you were going to go to Cinnabon happy, the second you start eating it, you're just like, holy shit, this is not good. This is bad. <laughs> this is so bad for me. And uh, Good for your heart, though. Great for the heart. Great for the heart. And so, yeah, I... So I, 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 that's where like shopping trip for me is just like this foreign concept because also to internet, it, let's, let's address the elephant in the room. I just shop on the internet, bro. I can get anything. I can get Gucci delivered to my door. And you do. And I you, do. As everyone knows, I'm high into fashion. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Cody spends so much at Gucci that he has like a, uh, the courier, like the Gucci courier service comes through and just brings him racks on racks. If you're ever outside of Cody's, uh, just get outside of Cody's house. You'll see the Gucci van. Yeah. The G wagon. It's outside my, my palatial estate is also, I painted the Gucci, the, the famous Gucci pattern that you know and love that is painted on my house. What are, Hey Cody, real quick. What are the Gucci colors? The Gucci colors? It's like that brown and gold stuff. Yeah, very oh, good. There's a few more colors, and I and I know no, you're I googling mean, right now. I can I literally see the in, <laughs> in your glasses. I can see the screen changing. No, I didn't Google shit, dude. I love Gucci. Here's the thing, Nick. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do, and if you're so poor that you can't afford Gucci, I'm not gonna let you in on the big secret. Oh, oh, you got you got me up against the ropes, Cody. Got you me, baby. got me. I'm I'm locking in theme park and. I, I'll talk about it. Why, if that's what you're doing too. No, no, we can, we can move on. We can move on with theme park. I'm, I'm with you there. Let's do, let's do theme park. Okay. So we, we need to do a theme park trip. Which one I haven't been to do? a theme park in years. I haven't been to a theme park since I was probably 19 years old. Okay. Okay. I gotta get out there. I gotta ride these flippy boys. I gotta get, I gotta take a dip in those wave pools. I mean, we, I, I do live right next to one. We got the do old Valley a, fair. Do you have a got, summer pass? No, I don't have summer pass. That's indulgent. I don't Why even not? know. You live next to a theme park. You don't have a pass. You're, no, I don't have a, no, I don't have a, a pass. I don't know. I don't know how many times, because here's the thing. I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I do. I don't love going to a theme park, but that is a wild thing to me. Like, especially, so like we have Valley Fair here, right? Which is a roller coaster theme park. It's not like a, the theme is go fast, go hard, get the fuck out. It's not like Disney World or like a Universal Studios where it's like about exploring and being immersed in the world. It's about just go fast and get the fuck out. So I don't, if once I go fast once, I don't know how many more times I need to go fast in that summer, you know? I think, what about like a Sunday fast day? Every Sunday, you're we're going to pull together to get you a pass and you're going to go to Valley Fair every Sunday this summer and you're just going to see what it's like to be a regular at a theme park. Just get to know the, just kind of see like, I mean, like, like similar to a bar. Yeah. It's like, at what point does the attendant, he's like, oh, what's up, Nick? Good to see you, man. You know what? Do you want me to kick it up a notch for you? Hell yeah. Do you want me to press? Hey, man, I know you, you signed this waiver. I'll let it go a little bit faster. I've never hit this button. Yeah. I don't know what it does. Do you want to know what it does? We can find out together. Yeah. You know? And so, I, or, I mean, the thing I would love. Okay, here's here's actually the thing I would love. If, I, if you became a regular at a theme park and they knew you, like, by name, I'm walking around like, Nick, what up? If I, if someone were to give me free, like, goes on carnival games, I would be forever in their debt. Like that would be my, like if I could just like dap them up with some money every now and again, and then oh, I get yeah. to sit there and, and throw the, uh, the baseball at the, uh, the milk cartons. Oh, just, he lets me just rip. You know, if you pay five bucks, you get three throws. I'm saying yeah. I gave this dude 20 bucks at the beginning of the summer. Whenever I walk by, he just tosses me a ball and I just let one rip real quick. And it's like, oh, I didn't get it this time. All right, man, I'll see you later. Like, yeah, and you know him by name. About. It's like, thanks, Terry. Peace yep. out, bro. Love it. Yeah, dude, that's the relationship you need. to. That's why we're doing this. This is going to be our research. There's no way in health theme parks not winning. So we're just talking about research now. We're going to get you a summer pass. 
and you are going to have to go to Valley Fair every weekend. Tell Kellyanne, I know, oh, I understand. I got house stuff to do. I got to mow the yard. I got to take care of the home, maybe paint, whatever. But I got to be at Valley Fair at least eight hours every weekend. Holy shit, dude. That would this be. Is, this is your responsibility, Nick. Do they have so a water park? Brutal. What am, what am I getting out? Like, what kind of supersize me documentary are you trying to get out of this? What do you <laughs> want? A- what do you want the, what is your hypothesis for the <laughs> end result of this of this study you're trying to do i think it just would be radical i think you would be more radical for having done this just you're just hoping to see the transition over time as like yeah i also like i get like i do i do the like mullet thing that the kids are doing i shave my sides i get like rate i get like uh like lightning bolts on the sides I'm, rock, yeah. I'm, all, I'm strictly rocking denim vest now, but no shirt under it. You're always, co- you're always commenting on how slow traffic's going. Like, man, I go so much faster than this every Sunday. <laughs> you should see me on Sundays, guys. See I me on the so fucking fast. wild thing, bro. I'm fucking flying, bro. Dude, bro, bro, <laughs> you don't even understand, bro. Dude, I, fu- I live on the fucking edge of existence, dude. Because then that way I'm not taking up too much space or whatever. What do you say to people? Oh, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. I'm getting that tattooed on my chest, but not That's the right, right phrase. Just Every me saying. Fuck it. I, will, I wrote wild things six times without getting off. My boy Terry had to hook up on it, dude. dude. You, you got to meet this Terry guy. He is so <laughs> radical. Whenever Terry's fucking awesome, house, dude. Terry, Nick, Terry's 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nick, you're you're hanging out with a 16-year-old. You, you get that, right? Like, this is a kid who just has a summer job, just trying to make a little money. And he, and he's kind of weirded out that like, you always want to hang out with him at the Applebee's down the road, but you do, you do buy him the beers. So it's fine. Like he's, he's okay with it, but it's weird, man. It's weird. I just think I want to see what going to Valley fair every weekend for a whole summer will do to your psyche. I just want to watch. I want to watch in real time as you change. As, <laughs> I mean, the podcast would, I, I wonder how it would shape the podcast. Would every, would all my, would all of our decisions just be like, not radical, bro. <laughs> no, that, that be- one sucks, dude. Not radical. I become the voice of reason for some fucking reason. <laughs> this isn't, th- that is not fast at all. This is slow as fuck. You should see how fast I go every week. Nick, we get it. You go fast. <laughs> Jesus. I got a Sonic the Hedgehog tattoo. It's fucking radical. Look how fast it's radical, blue bro. Dude, they call me Sonic at the fucking at the fucking uh, Valley Fair, dude. Everyone calls me. No one calls me Nick anymore, dude. I'm Sonic, dude. Do you hear that? Sonic. It's awesome, dude. Dude, why am I from Jersey all of a sudden? <laughs> That's how much you changed in this place. Yeah, I was down at the VF and it changed everything. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you a veteran? No, dude. The Valley Fair. That place is so badass. The place is fucking wicked, bro. Dude, I fuck. Dude, I, I go crazy on the, on the fucking wild thing, dude. Dude, I've Dude, I one time I told him, I said, don't get me off until I fucking pass out until I pass out from the G's, dude. And he put me on the corkscrew, dude, 32 times, 32 <laughs> times before I passed out. It's crazy, dude. Dude, I'm a, I'm a maniac there. <laughs> they, they got, I got a special drink named after me, the Sonic. It's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's basically a suicide of all the slushy flavors, but we drop a corn dog in it. It's, yeah. fucking, <laughs> it's a whole meal right there. You're done. You eat it fast and then you can go fast right away. And you're back on the rides, bro. Dude, dude, I'm living I'm, my dreams out here. I'm not getting theme park, dude. Mostly <laughs> no, because I, I want to do that. I think that's a great summer trip. We should do that this summer. Hey, here's also here's also the thing, Cody. Um, I was realizing as we started talking about national monuments, um, I know two. <laughs> <laughs> the one we grew up with and the one that is truly my favorite, the St. Louis Arch. I mean, obviously there's the ones in, in Washington, D.C. But that doesn't, like, that's, you're like, mix it. You get there and there's like 10 monuments. 
That's too much. That's yeah. just selfish is what that is. Yeah. You, why didn't you should. Okay. Let's talk. Can we just for a second talk about not just like we need to redistribute the national monuments in Washington, D.C. and put one in like Nebraska. Yeah, like, Let's take the George Washington monument and be like, you know what, Omaha? Here you go. This That's is yours you. now. You've been doing a great job, Omaha. I and like, it, yeah. And like, we just send them, we just send them out across the country to make it a little more exciting to go to places. Iowa could use do you think the we Abraham just, Lincoln one. Yeah. Do you think we could move the whole Arlington National Cemetery without, without angering the spirits, of course? Don't want to do that. You don't want to anger a bunch of military ghosts. Those would be the most annoying ones. They're up early. You know it. Well, so you I think that you just have thing. to figure out where else would you want. Pick, if pick. you were a military ghost and you're about to be moved, where would you, where in the country, Hawaii? I don't know, but I think, do you know how fucking hard Texas would go for that? Dude. They would eat that shit up. If we, if we started the redistribution of National Monuments program, they would be begging. They would start off like, we want the dead one. We want the dead guys. <laughs> we want the dead soldier guys. We love those guys here. We want them so bad. We didn't, no one was actually going to move the cemetery because it's a cemetery. We weren't, what, Texas? What? <laughs> That's what you want. We want the dead soldier guys. That was that freaking Valley Fair, dude. (laughs) Dude, the fucking wild thing broke and it shot me in the head. 250 miles an hour landed in Texas. And now I'm here. Oh, man. Fucking radical. We need more dead guys in Texas. All right. I'm locking in theme park. Yeah, man. No, no, no. I'm with with you. I really thought that I knew more national. But then I'm like. Is the Golden Gate Bridge a national monument, or is that just a thing we take a lot of photos of? I don't know. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, status. which ones did we give status to? Because, like, that's also just a usable bridge. That is, like, <laughs> like I'm like, doesn't it kind of have to be just, like, a thing that's, like, sticks out? And you're like, yeah, we got that. That's ours. Just just stays there. Does nothing else. Big, though. Fucking really but big. Pretty big. And it's about America. Yeah, no, I'm with you, man. Let, let's move theme parks on into the next round. And that is it, folks. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Friendly Competition. If you want to help out Chaboys, a few things that you can do, as always, uh, share with a friend, tell a friend, take these friends on road trips. This is what it's all about. We're talking about these summer trips. Go on a summer trip and download all the episodes and make your friends listen. That's all we're asking for. Clockwork Orange, your friends. They're trapped in the car with you. You lock the windows, lock the doors, blast friendly competition. The whole, the whole discography go now do it. And then, and then all your friends have them rate and review, grab their phones and just use their phones to then rate and review us. They don't have to do it. You just do it for them. Yeah. Uh, We'd really appreciate that. Then get on their Twitter and follow us at friendly comp pod or Instagram friendly comp pod or Facebook friendly comp pod. Or if you have a whole idea for a 16 team tournament, like Carl did, you can email us to us at friendlycompetitionpodcast at gmail.com or go to our website at friendlycompetitionpodcast.com. Go to contact and submit through there. We would do a season about best way to force your friends to listen to Friendly Competition. We'll do anything. We, we will literally, as you send it in, we're going to talk about it. And thank you, Carl, once again for sending this in. And then thank you to Charizard for that intro and outro music. Go and hear more of their stuff and over to Bandcamp. Type in Charizard, replace the vowels with sixes. That's going to be it for us, folks. Group B coming out on Wednesday. But until then... I've been Nick Carey. And I'm Cody Lena. See you on the boat. <laughs>